again, everybody, and welcome to We Watch Shudder. I am one of your hosts. My name is JD, and who's here with me? It's Michelle! It's Michelle! It's another episode. We got more movies to talk about. Michelle, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How are you doing, JD? I'm very, very tired. You guys, uh, uh, JD's doing musical theater, uh, <laughs> and he had a whole long rehearsal tonight, and his, his, his feet are really, really sore. Aww. But uh, it's a good sore. It feels good. I'm. Uh, uh, we also got horror movies we're talking about. That's what we do here on We Watch Shudder. We talk about new, original, exclusive releases from Shudder. Michelle, what are we talking about today? We are talking about Virus 32. And I do want to let everybody know you don't have to worry. Uh, you don't have to watch the originals in the series. You can just start at this one. It is canon. You don't have to see Virus 1 through Virus 31 to fully understand the story. You can skip all those. And I think it's really good for a, a starter movie new to the virus. You, yeah. How long have you been waiting for that line? For, for <laughs> literally, like, Did you get that before you even watched the movie? or? Absolutely, I thought if of it the this world, morning. <laughs> if the world could see my face right now, <laughs> for a minute I was like, I, "You had me for a second. I, I was I like, know. "Wait, wait, is this a sequel? And I missed something? What the? Fu-? And, yeah, virus no, one through thirty-one. I like Good. to uh, to make myself laugh, and that made me laugh, and so I said it. Um, I I was originally creating like Fast and the Furious style uh, virus <laughs> titles, and then I was like, no, that'll go on way too long. But like, awesome. I I had a whole list. Was well, ready. it was a wonderful dad joke. Well played. <laughs> well played. Thank you. All right, guys. So, <laughs> Virus Thirty Two. What does the Shutter website have to say about it? Here's what it has to say: A virus breaks out, and a chilling massacre rages through the streets of Montevideo. The sick become hunters and only calm their fever by unscrupulously killing all those not yet infected. Unaware of this, Iris and her daughter spend the day in the sports club where Iris works as a security guard. When the night comes, a fight without mercy is about to begin. Their only hope of salvation arrives when they discover that after each attack, the infected seem to have 32 seconds of peace before charging again a shutter original virus 32 michelle mm-hmm. hit us with your spoiler free thoughts yeah yeah okay well first off um that whole not having to watch the original series was my opening comment so now i don't have anything super great to say uh for my <laughs> review <laughs> um i i am going to have a really hard time picking a review rating for this one we'll start there um there are so many things that i really like it is hard to make me dislike a fast zombie movie fast zombies are one of my favorite like horror movie sub genres i guess you could call them zombies it's a virus um, they, they are <laughs> who are infected with a virus they're zombies. <laughs> yeah they are absolutely zombies um so i it, it would be really hard to make me dislike a fast zombie movie, and yet they somehow kind of did. Uh, there are so many really cool things. Like, there are some things in here that would make this movie a 4.5 or a 5 for me, just from those scenes alone. But as an overall movie, I'm kind of mad that it exists. Um, so I will just give it a very middle 2.5 skulls out of 5. Um it is it's very difficult for me to 
actually say how I feel about this movie without getting into spoilers. Get right out of town. Yeah. Well, that kind of... I was not expecting that because uh, I, ladies and gentlemen, flippin' loved this movie. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, It's uh, it's stylish. It's beautifully photographed. Uh, It's a wild chaotic story with tons of things that make very little sense but i mean it uh, neither does a virus where people kill people except then they take a pause for 32 seconds but uh no i thought it was beautifully shot uh i i enjoyed the way the story played out i i i liked the characters involved here i really 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 it, it, in fact i looked back on our reviews so far on the show and this definitely far and away my favorite of the films we have done so far I'm coming down squarely on 4.25 stars on Virus 32. Okay. okay. 4.25 stars. I like this one. So That's if you got a 4. Point, or if I got a 4.25 and you got a 2.5, throw it into your fancy little schmancy machine there. What's our average on that? Our average is 3.375 then. 3.375 skulls. Yes. Well, all right. There you have it, folks. Now, if you want to go watch this movie before you hear us tear up all the spoilers this is where you're going to want to do that i personally strongly recommend you do that i also uh, do because this is a movie where the spoilers are going to be real spoilery for sure so and a uh, lot of you are going to like it yes yes there there are even parts that i fucking love so definitely go go watch it all right, so this is the pause moment. Bleep, pause. All right, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you tell me why you didn't like this movie? That actually it legitimately surprises me. I really enjoyed this one. Tell me about it. So I I had, like I said, such a hard time. So um, first off, I think we should talk about the amazing parts of this movie because there are oh, sure. so many of them. Yeah, let's Because like I said, there are scenes that this would be a 4.5 or a 5. Like... I fucking love fast zombies and I, it's the virus, but it's fast zombies. (laughs) And like, it is my favorite thing. Um, The opening uh, shots where we get such a foreboding feeling of what's going on. Like a guy hits a door, but the woman doesn't see it. Just the kid does. And then as they're walking to her work, you see the overhead drone going over the city and you see this, you know, craziness going on that they are unaware of and then as they're getting ready at work the radio is playing uh talking about this virus and they're not aware of that either like all these things of foreboding just like immediately i was a hundred percent on board like the the pool scene with like the smoke and you can just see silhouettes so fucking cool um there's a lot of stuff that i love there and uh, I will let you talk about the things that you really yeah. love. <laughs> I, I, I do want to point out, because you talked about the opening of the movie, uh, I, I did mention that I think this is a beautifully photographed movie. The cinematographer on this film did an incredible job. Uh, I, I'm not sure if you caught it, uh, but this movie opens with a nine-minute unbroken tracking shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, to be clear, uh, it, there are definitely edits in this shot. There are moments where the camera will pass through a wall uh, and where they've clearly made an edit, but it all plays out continuously, and it goes from small, intimate apartment interior scenes to giant exterior vistas by drone, like you said. 
It is a magnificently composed shot, and that is one of my absolute favorite ways to open a movie. You know, it kind of all going all the way back to uh, Orson Welles' Touch of Evil, uh, where those long, continuous tracking shots are are a big deal. I thought it was beautiful, and not just that. You mentioned the sequence uh, where they're in the empty swimming pool. And mm-hmm. the the uh, infected are all coming in, and they got to pop those smoke flares. What an incredibly tense sequence! And again, wonderfully photographed and lit, so that you see the silhouettes coming in, like just before they they're right there. Just beautifully put together. It uh, it's dark and moody without being the kind of dark where you can't see anything. Uh, I really, really loved the execution of the look of the movie overall. Uh, I love, from a storytelling standpoint, a couple of things. I, they made some decisions here where I was genuinely anxious. I There were things that I thought they might do. Uh, for example, uh, when the infected lady gives birth, like when there's that sequence where she's got the baby... Like, that was a make-or-break mm-hmm. moment for me, and if she had killed that baby, I would have been out of this movie entirely. And I I, uh, I believe we've talked about that, not on anything that anybody may have heard yet, but uh, surprise, guys, we're recording a whole bunch of special episodes to release later in October for Halloween month, and we talk about this on one of those. That's why I'm remembering it, but you've never <laughs> heard it. Anyway, uh, I, I'm okay with things with children up to a point and very young like infants are a real sore spot for me a real a real soft spot and uh i'm glad that they made the decision that they did they used it to incredible tension but didn't go over a line i didn't want to go over and then they immediately turn around and make you think that oh my god they they may have thrown the the ten year old or however old she is in a fucking <laughs> furnace. What the fuck, man? And that was actually one of my favorite things about it because I don't know about you, but I had completely fucking forgotten that like an hour earlier in the movie she had seen video on the screen of that dude and another young girl who were in that building somewhere. And maybe I just missed something along the way, but I if they did pop up, it wasn't long enough to really grab my attention because I totally forgot they were there. And they had the perfect out then for when she does find the child. Mm-hmm. I thought that was brilliantly structured. Uh, I... I I was like, I think there are certain horror fans who when they watch this are going to dislike it for the same reason I like it, which is they didn't kill the baby. I think there are some <laughs> people who are going to say, oh, it wanted to go right up to the edge, but then it lost its teeth. But to me, where this movie's teeth are is in that scene near the end where the girl has to turn around while her mom charges that infected and we don't actually hear it. There's an artistic music moment going on there. But she has to sit there and listen to this thing fucking annihilate, beat the holy fuck, pardon my language, out of her mother for a really uncomfortably long period of time. It was so intense. I just, I really, really enjoyed the movie. 
so that like uh, and then we we should definitely because there are definitely things it's not a perfect movie I don't think that obviously with a 4.25 there are a few things here that definitely I was like yeah guys you could have done something different there but before I talk about those few things why don't you go mm -hmm. ahead and tell us what didn't work for you in virus yeah. 32 okay so like I said that that opening thing um the shot for you know, 10 minutes ish, I was a hundred percent on board. I thought that they were setting up the creepiness so well. And I love when I know something that the characters don't where oh, yes. I That's know classic, like yeah. Alfred Hitchcock stuff. <laughs> yep. I know how much trouble they're in and they don't. And that just like, Oh, I love that, that secret knowledge. Um, and I was fully on board. And then when she got to work, I just started to not really care about the characters, um, especially, well, I didn't really care about the woman because they established that she is not a great mother, but. Oh then, no, she's a, she's a, as, as yeah. mothers go, she's a terrible yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> no, exactly. So she's not a great mother, but then they put her in this movie where she is essentially protecting her daughter and okay, I get it. Like this is going to be her growth. Um, throughout the movie but then yeah, we, we call that a character arc yep yep but then she <laughs> keeps being a bad mother um this... <laughs> here's the deal so <laughs> stuff starts happening and she goes i have to go find my my young daughter she is very little and vulnerable and then she goes to find her and then runs into this man who says wait help my wife give birth which Usually, even if she didn't know the wife's situation, you'd think, wow, that's going to take a long time. Maybe I should go get my small child first. And she doesn't. She goes with this man on a side quest uh, to help his wife give birth. And then it's like she kind of forgets that her daughter exists. And we do like this whole side quest of the zombie mommy thing. And uh, like isolated. That was really cool. In the middle of all this other stuff going on, it really broke me out of what was happening and it was stuff like that that just like kept happening where like so many cool moments and then if I think of the overall story I really just like struggle it felt like a lot of the things were just kind of like thrown in there and I know that they were trying to add kind of a new element to zombies obviously with this idea that after they rage and they kill something they uh reset for 32 seconds hence virus 32 um it was really hard in the first movie where they only had one second to reset and all that stuff had to happen really stop fast it. But <laughs> stop it but stop it but when the very first moment that i went ooh, i don't know about this movie anymore is when she is watching the footage and she times just two attacks and she goes oh 32 seconds and then like goes on and like that's all she has to base it on that is not enough. That is not enough for me to like go. I have thirty-two seconds it's now. Very and questionable like, science. Yes, it, I like in the the second time. I like I watched her do it the first time. I was like, okay, you timed it and you went, aha, Eureka! And then the second one, she goes, ah, thirty-two, and the phone only shows thirty seconds, and she goes, aha, I'm right. Like she didn't even finish watching that that one, so like it wasn't even like a tested high, uh, true hypothesis. So it was just. At that moment, I went, that is not enough for me to hinge this movie on. And that is what they hinged the movie on, is that she saw two clips 
And then she kept risking things based on it. And she didn't even have like a lot of opportunities where that applied. Like I, I immediately went like, Oh, is that what it's going to be? It's going to be like new stuff, but not like solid stuff. And then they kept talking about the, the palms like being red. And I'm like, okay, I hope that becomes important. And it never does. That's never like a huge thing that people need to know. So it felt like they were trying to create this new thing by being like, aha, we will throw in a couple little new things to add a twist. But the twist just like made it worse. I just, I really didn't like the new things that they did. I do like the idea of a 30 second cool down period where like they had so much adrenaline, like while they were fucking brutally destroying a cat. Uh, like, Oh yes. We yeah. should point out, uh, oh, there God. is, I, I wish, man, I kind of wish we had done this during the uh, spoiler free <laughs> part. Uh, there is a significant amount of animal uh, attack violence, like animals yes. being violated is is what I mean by animal violence, not animals doing the violence, animals <laughs> receiving the violence. And, oh, man, whew, yeah. I was not prepared for that. It definitely caught me off guard. Yes, I, I had to look away. I had a really hard time watching a cat be brutalized, and that's not a criticism of the movie. It's just one of those things I can't watch, right. so I looked away for a second. I'm used to that with horror. I, I'm i a huge Stephen King fan, and there are many parts of all of his movies is, I cannot watch. That is ultimately, in a lot of ways, the point of horror is to yeah. show you those things you don't want to see, to turn exactly. away from. Exactly. So I definitely had to like, ooh, take a couple moments. But I like the idea of after you brutalize a cat, because I know every time I have destroyed a cat in that manner, I've been like, man, I guess I need a cool down moment. Ooh, got really heated there. Um, so I like <laughs> the idea that you need to like take a, a breath and they have to like reset. I really hate that she discovered this and then hinged everything on it for the rest of the movie. Um, That's yeah, that's all yeah. fair. What else we got? Uh, in as far as disliking it, yeah, uh, I hate children. So there's that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's also fair. Yeah, no, uh, I'm I'm kidding. All of you with children, I love your children. All my friends with children, um, it is strangers' children that I don't care about. Um, but no, so like I, the fact that she didn't care about the kid was just like a huge part of it. The 32 second thing being a thing that she discovers, I would have much rather that be something that we know as well so that we are doing the countdown and being like oh my god girl you got 30 seconds like an attack just happened on the corner she's unaware of it everything seems calm like i would have liked that to be secret knowledge for us instead of that being something that she discovers um and then just like bets everything on it i don't know the baby during the delivery was so cgi oh yeah i I hate um, <laughs> CGI babies. And I went, well, clearly they're going to like destroy this baby like they did the cat. But then they don't. So right. the fact that they don't just like have like a doll on set. I don't know. Like that was this movie is full of so many strange choices that I thought about way too hard to get into the movie. Like, why is that a CGI baby? Oh, clearly the baby is going to get fucked up like that is about to happen. And then it doesn't. And then nope. we see a scene where it seems like the baby is going to get fucked up, but then that is not as bad CGI. So it was right. like, did you just dig your baby for the day canceled? Did they have they a, a double booking? <laughs> but I think a baby would be like a real human baby would be so much cheaper than like CGI baby. Okay. If fair. I tried to like go on a computer right now and like, maybe they didn't have access to a baby, Michelle. 
what kind of people don't have access to a baby? That I don't. Is very, you don't have access to, like, if you went to Walmart right now and you found a woman with a, a baby. Oh, and you wow. Went, no, if you went, like, <laughs> hey, for $50, come watch me hold your baby okay. in a video. It won't get hurt. Uh, and she went, okay, cool. Like, right, yeah, that's point. cool. If I had a baby, I would let a horror movie borrow it for the sake of realism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is why right. I don't have a baby. But... Yeah, like, I just, I think there were so many things like that. Oh, my God. Also, one big, one big thing. The initial music when the overhead drone sequence uh, is happening, I was like, this feels reminiscent of a lot of other zombie films. So I liked that feeling. The song sounded like In a House in a Heartbeat from 28 Days Later. Um, And then later on in the exact same movie, they do have a song that is basically a direct ripoff of In a House in a Heartbeat. So I'm just like, are you copying 28 Days Later? Because this is also a fast zombie movie. And oh. it is like the same song. I guess I, I wouldn't, uh, I, I didn't notice that in particular. I'm, I'm not the, uh, uh, I'm weirdly not the world's biggest fan of 28 Days Later. Uh, oh my I God. Think, I think this is a better movie. Uh, but uh, <gasps> uh, oh, I, I, I want to Hang on, <laughs> hang on. That. That is my favorite Christmas movie, and you just insulted it like it was nothing. Wow. It's barely a Christmas movie. I watch it every Christmas. That makes it a Christmas movie. I I see what you're saying. Okay, fine. I I just want to say a couple of things uh, about some of your complaints uh, about this movie. Uh, First of all, uh, yeah, uh, she does go along with the dude... But to be fair, he kind of strings her along a little bit. You can certainly question the logic when he says, yeah, I'll help you find your daughter, but I need you to come help me with this other thing real quick first. You can question her logic and not like stopping right there and insisting they go find her kid without at least explaining a few more things about what's so important that you need to do that first. But she doesn't find out that the that they're going to help his pregnant wife until they're already deep into it and by the time they get there that's where she figures out he's already met her daughter and knows where her daughter is he's been stringing her along and using her this whole time and then he basically holds her hostage tells her he's not going to help him help her find her daughter unless she helps him so that whole part i uh, that didn't bother me nearly as much I do uh, have as a it bothers you i do okay. have a quick counter this is not like her daughter is in another town the right. daughter is in the same building. Sure. You can't say like, yeah, I'll come with you to help with whatever you need once I go get my small child who is probably like a three minute walk down a large hallway. Uh, look, there, I, 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 <laughs> there's definitely some questionable elements there. Like I said, that initial moment, I can definitely see some question why you wouldn't be more questioning there. But once she's down that path, the rest of it, I, I, I feel like they ultimately... Uh, were able to justify how she stayed away. Also, by the way, uh, there I do agree with you that there were a couple of things they did here where very clearly the reason they did them was to create an opportunity for something else in the movie to happen. For example, you, you've mentioned the thing with the red hands and how mm-hmm. that ultimately just doesn't really play into any... It, it does what it but ultimately does is it's it is the excuse that Luis uses to take the cast off of uh, Tata 
so that then when she gets down into the the boiler room and finds the corpse in the in the boiler and finds the 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 cut off cast on the ground there's a reason for her to have found that cut off cast on the ground now again i agree with you that's that's a level of convenient that i'm not fully on board with and again that's why i don't give this a perfect score by mm-hmm. any means. And you're absolutely right about the 32 seconds thing. I don't <laughs> mind the idea of there being that pause there. The 32 seconds is very arbitrary, but it could have been as simple as obviously like she's got access to a ton of electronic equipment here. Uh, you're telling me at no point is she like looking to see if there's any emergency news going on. It could have been as simple as some sort of snippet of a news broadcast she heard on a radio saying something about they seem to have this pattern of 32 seconds that she overhears you could have made that work in a much better way than like you said she watches it twice and she's sold on the whole thing it i did feel like the execution of that fine because the only really time that it even becomes an issue uh is sort of towards the end there where they're in that hallway that they've thrown all the rats into for those that's such a good scene it's exactly (laughs) it's really really well done it Mm -hmm. does have the specter of that weird 32 seconds thing leering over it but i (laughs) thought it was so well done and well executed that i was able to forgive the 32 seconds thing uh it didn't bother me i was i think overall i was just so caught up in everything that I loved about this movie, that the few things I, I didn't like and were red flags for me were not red enough for me to really take a whole lot of notice. For the most part, I was just swept up. I think that is completely fair. And that is why I had a really hard time reviewing it because I love so many scenes of this. Like, oh. this has some incredible scenes. Yeah. Uh, but as an overall movie, eh. Like that, that's, that's where my review came down is how am I going to rate this when I did not like it as a whole and I just loved certain aspects. It's like if I saw the Mona Lisa and I was like, I mean, there's some cool parts of her, but as an overall painting, like that would make sense. Right. Right. I like her smile, but I hate everything else. Let me ask you this. Uh, (laughs) How did you feel? about the overall ending of the film where they leave the building and then they pan out to that wide shot and this whole city is clearly on fire and they, like there's this very sort of doom and gloom atmosphere of because like all the boats because they were talking about going to get on a boat and all the boats I could see in that shot were all in flames, right? So so very much an implication that they they might not be getting away at all. That ending shot actually solidified the lower rating for me. And here's why. I love that ending shot. I love how foreboding it is. I love that you know how fucked these people are. They survived one thing. They are not going to survive the rest of the night. We know that. It reminded me of how much I loved the opening when I had that knowledge. And how much they did not use it throughout the rest of the movie. And how it was apparent that 32 seconds instead of being knowledge we had because clearly they are great at giving the audience knowledge that these right. characters don't have they are so good at it and those are two of the best parts of the movie are the very beginning and the very end where we are aware of stuff that they aren't so they took something they're very good at and they were given 
a gift of 32 seconds. And that could be something we know that we hear on the radio that she doesn't. We could be, she could have an idea that there's a a countdown, but not know the exact amount. We could be aware of that. And they didn't execute a tool that they are so good at using. And watching them do it so correctly twice pissed me off. And that's why I got so mad about it. No, and I I can understand that entirely. (laughs) Uh, Here's my thought on the ending. Uh, I don't mind how it ended and the implications of like, oh, they're totally doomed. But let me ask you this. How would you have felt? Because I had this thought in my mind because the shot lingers for a moment where they're just about to leave the Club Neptune and there's that giant wooden like alleyway door that they're about to open. I was really, there was a small just sadistic horror movie fan part of me that was really hoping they whipped that door open and just immediately got assailed by like a dozen infected and just got eaten all three of them right there in front of the door (laughs) i i mean compared to the ending they went with uh that would have been inferior but like in a lot of (laughs) other movies that would have made me very delighted right Uh, because that long shot at the very end is so good good. which again is why i'm so mad that they did not do that throughout the movie they hand fed us this stuff and like Oh my god! I'm just I'm. That's why I'm so angry because I love fast zombies. Fast zombie movies are my favorite, which is why I know so much about like Twenty Eight Days Later. It's my favorite sure. Christmas movie. That's... The Dawn of the Dead remake. I will fight to the death. That is a great movie. And guess what? That also has a pregnant woman, and that had a better pregnant woman zombie scene than this movie did. So I have seen so much fast zombie stuff that like the stuff they're doing in this. I'm like. Eh, I guess and then there's some really amazing scenes scattered sure. throughout that I'm just like mad about For I'm sure. mad well I tell you what uh, we definitely had some feelings about this movie and I know <laughs> that because we are pushing the 30 minute mark here we had a lot to say oh. uh, about virus 32 and I'm totally cool with that it's been a lot of fun <laughs> chatting about it ultimately what we've got here is I think uh, if I'm understanding correctly You and I don't necessarily disagree heavily on what the good parts of the movie and what the bad parts Uh of the movie were, but for you, the bad parts were bad enough that they brought down the rest of the movie, whereas for me, the good parts were so good and the bad parts didn't bother me enough that I barely noticed them. And that's Uh just kind of a sign, uh, I think, reflective of... Michelle uh, sometimes needs a little bit more logic in her movies and a little, just a little bit more uh, making sense. And I, in a lot of cases, I'm just like, man, if it was fucking cool and I was caught up in it, I'll <laughs> forgive some plot holes and some logic holes. We are, after all, talking about a rage virus. Oh, no, wait, that's 28 days later. Yeah, so you're saying that this movie uh, is about a rage virus with fast zombies that straight up rips off the soundtrack of 28 days later i know i believe that's what you said uh i agree that they watched 28 days later and then took a lot of ideas from it thanks for confirming that yeah. <laughs> you're very welcome. i'm just i'm so mad that like i i was so <laughs> on board with this movie for a, a little bit and then it just kept fucking up for like a half hour straight and I couldn't forgive them for it. And then it gets really good at the end and I was extra mad at that that scene with the child standing looking away while her mother gets absolutely destroyed. I loved that sequence. Oh my God, so good. And I was mad because I'm like, 
I want to feel the way I feel right now about the this, rest of the movie. He's like, this Ugh. scene deserves a better movie. <laughs> exactly. Like, so many good movies. Uh, the way that I would compare it is, let's say that I was very, very hungry and somebody handed me a sandwich and it was a very good sandwich. And I was like, this is great. But then I realized that there were tiny bits of shit in my sandwich. <laughs> and I had to I had to eat my very good sandwich while picking around the pieces of shit. It's still going to destroy the experience overall for me. That's and that's what this movie metaphor. did. This movie oh. is a shit sandwich. Well, guys, uh, make sure you go back and watch Virus 1 through 31. Yeah, it'll before, really help uh, with the experience. Before you watch Virus 32. Uh, the CGI baby in uh, Virus 4, um, back to the time ship, um, is way worse than this one. Because that was made in 1998. So they were just oh. getting the technology off the ground. <laughs> All Got right. It. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode <laughs> of We Watch Shutter. Say goodnight, Michelle. Good night, Michelle.